There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon, Dan, Laurie and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Listen to rewards for this month of September include uh, your chance to win a vintage copper fire pit, gift cards from the Green Mill, and uh, passes to see the uh, new animated feature, Abominable. So uh, you can get the app or stream online, get yourself registered. Uh, you can go to mytalk1071.com and get yourself registered for listening rewards. Oh. Thank you, Danny Love. People are going to want to check out the news tonight. Stuff is happening. Somebody oh, there, yeah, somebody they, might be forming a committee to be looking at somebody who's done something. Yeah, they broke into programming. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so This Is Us comes back tonight. Is it tonight? It is it tonight. Is. When do we ever get to go outside? Our TVs have so much good stuff well, on them. Well, if you got a DVR, yeah, that is that is the thing. Um, and you're lucky enough to be able to afford your various cables streaming this, that, and the other thing. but it does come back tonight and justin hartley was i think he was uh it was access hollywood i watched all the entertainment shows this morning to see their emery fashions and everything well very disappointing um entertainment tonight had virtually no fashion recap uh access hollywood had a little tiny bit the today show reimagined yeah they the always yeah. i i want to know what what are people wearing that is i we want to know this i want all this stupid talk what are you wearing who are you wearing it you know i just really they went out of their way on sunday not to ask anybody who the designer was you know, tell us, tell us, we want to know. So anyway, so Justin Hartley was doing a little sit down and I mean, he is like, looks like a snack at all times. He really is. Remember beautiful. we had a yep. moment with yep. him. Oh yeah. He, he's Justin. Justin. And you know, he's very friendly and he's, he's drop dead gorgeous. He and is. he wore this like sort of a blue tux with black, I liked it. really nice. Yeah. It was a, it, a, it was a showy tux. Very and yeah. fitted in all the right places. And, I love and the slim leg and the everything. The slim, oh. the good shoes, and you know he he's bedazzled by his bride of one year. Yeah. I mean, it's all intoxicating. Yeah. So he's talking uh, about it, but I'm telling you, I don't know. This tonight's episode is you know 100 percent written by Dan Fogelman, the guy who created it, and we're gonna get we we're getting more flashbacks. Lori. We're getting future scenes. Where we're going 12 to 15 years down the road. Boy, I was so confused watching one of the, you know, um, promotional videos that was, that just comes up and it shows just this is us, like I've taped anything. Yeah. 
And I'm like, who are these people? Where well, you'll because so you know that forwards and backwards. Well, we're we're starting tonight back in the 70s, which is what got us hooked into This Is it. Us in the first place is 1970s Jack and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Are oh, everything. Hot as hell. Remember yep. that first scene? Yep. Naked. Ugh. Anyway, so it's uh, it's a uh, and then we're going to go 12 to 15 years in the future Jeez. and the younger big three mm-hmm. will be introduced in season four. So, because we've seen the three as adults, late teens, and ten-year-olds, but these are going to be four-year-olds. Oh, cute! Um, Justin gave us that, but it's like the cast really has to be creative about not spoiling anything, and we're going to find out what happens to Kate. Because at the end of last season, who's Kate? Kate. She was having a baby. Yeah, no, the baby the was the in, a, oh, in the NICU, mm-hmm. Nick Nick um, Nursery. So, yes. yeah, yeah. And um, neonatal, I think it's called. Yeah, I think you're right. So, and then um, anyway, and then we're also getting a sneak peek at um, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, the Nikki, the Jack's sister. brother. Jack's brother. Remember Jack's brother oh, that we right. find out about? Oh Nikki, gosh, okay. Because his brother, the Vietnam year, vet, oh my living God up in the. Remember Lord. all that? Yes, so we're going to find yes. out. There's more to that story. So anyway, that comes from uh, It's good to be Phoebe Waller-Bridge. There was an amazing party of her at the post-Emmy party, sitting in something that looked like a throne, still in her Monique Lulier yeah. gown. The belle of the Emmys with three Emmys. The last person to get the comedy uh, trio yeah. for acting, writing, writing, and show was yep. Tina Fey for 30 Rock in 2008. Mm. So she's boom. She just signed a three-year deal with Amazon. So uh, Jeff Bezos surprised. probably came up to her at the party and was <laughs> yes. like, "Sign right now." Yes, it's a blank check. No, here it is. <laughs> but she's sitting in this throne kind of like chair at this party, and she's obviously in the smoking section where everybody smokes in Hollywood. Yes, and she's smoking. It's a that's their dinner, their appetizer. Because they don't eat, they smoke. Oh, anyway, I love it. I love it. I love that she stayed in the dress. I love that she wore Monique Lully A. You know, that's the thing. I love it when people stay in their dresses. I do too. Who wants to go somewhere and get changed? Change for the no. Come on, is she like you? Just know that she talked to everybody on that Emmy red carpet. Oh, you know every she- outlet because. Uh, they don't even have measurable numbers for Fleabag. It's so for audience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard to do with Amazon. Good. But streaming. I mean, it's like that was sort of the number one thing. Well, I guess Amazon's going to get people. I mean, my brother was like, I, got, I guess I got to watch this show. Has he started? And, yeah, he stayed up all night. And I mean, not two nights in a row and watched all. He d- eight, did he love it? Like I both seasons. Yes, because he is. It's just so the good. Snarky, dark humor. But yet also it's also poignant with the heart. With the heart, really is appealing. Oh, I'm so excited for her! And yeah. again, she started out at that festival yeah. in 2014. That's five years ago, and look at ba boom! Yeah, and, and they said she's got an eight figure deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and then the fact that you know Villa now, I just feel like Phoebe Waller Bridge writes all of Jodie Comer's lines in Killing Eve. You're probably right, Lord, and maybe Fiona Shaw, the woman who's uh, the big one, the boss, the yeah. boss. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. so she's great. great. Yep. And then of course she shows up in um, Fleabag. She, yes, she does. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a small little British world they got in mm-hmm. there. 
the acting thing. So anyway, that's excited. Um, or exciting. Exciting, yeah. Excited, excited. Everyone's and, excited. And I'm excited for my Supernatural. You know, that's coming back for the 15th year on the CW. Is it 15 wow, that's years? And yes, and our Bellagio boyfriend, Jared Padalecki. Yeah is going to do the Walker, Texas Ranger reboot. Yep, they're bringing it back. Are That's we excited right. about that? I never watched it I the never first time. It. I will never watch no. this. Uh, I never watched I will it. never watch it. Listen, a broken widow and father of two returns home to Austin after being undercover. Yes, we will watch it because Jared Padalecki will so. make it. It'll We're going to watch good. it for that. We're going to watch right, it with I just that. want to make sure we know what we're watching something for. So we're watching it for the man. We're watching for him and the partner and the, the fresh take on the show we never watched back in the 90s with go. Chuck Norris. But I know <laughs> my dad and my stepdad did. Okay, here's a question for you, Lori. Mm-hmm. Did you, um, oh, Sirens, are we still watching Mermaid Love Stories? Siren, I have not finished this summer's eight episodes, Julia. Yellowstone? I finished that. Did you really? Yeah. That was brutal. Why am I? That was where the gunfire was. The the finale finale was terrible. Okay, so I've watched the first two, maybe. Okay, they were great. Violent. All the way up to the finale. And then they took like basically two hours, three hours worth of show and chopped it up into a finale that that I could have written a better uh, plot lines because it made no sense. All of a sudden, the bad guys were all getting up. Oh, wow. Second giveaway. You're not saying anything. I didn't give away anything. Look at the time. All right. We do have to go because we're cutting into your random thoughts and we don't want to do that. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here is the deal, people. Yes. Um, all right. Now, let's see. What did I learn? This was something, you know, I've been very opposed to wearing digital electronic equip- equipment like an Apple Watch. Yeah. I don't know. I love real watches, but I now find myself wearing a Fitbit all the time. <laughs> So I, I, I that tells the time extremely wishy washy. Yeah, yeah, on this yeah. one. Well, and I remember my mom when she got her Apple Watch for this very reason is, um, you know, they have health alert and houses and stuff that can detect falls because you wear like this health alert. You know, you wear this thing. Yeah, and Aunt Marlene had something yes. like this, and people hate wearing them. Right, but this just happened, and I thought it was kind of cool. So a, a son was meeting his dad. And his dad was out biking and the son got notified because the dad had in his emergency contacts on his Apple watch, his son, his son got a notification that there had been a fall. So he figured out his dad's location and his dad had fallen on a bike path, was unconscious, Oh my gosh. huge hit to his head. And because of the Apple watch notification and the GPS on it, right. he was able to go find his dad. Wow. So wow. if people are worried about their parents or themselves, I've heard a lot of people falling off their bikes lately and getting pretty hurt. So just wear a helmet. We'll wear a helmet. Exactly. And just be careful. And so I thought if you have an Apple watch already, make sure your emergency contacts is on. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was just a good little message through the bottle. All right, other things that are happening today, if you haven't registered to vote, it's a day to celebrate democracy and it's National Voter Registration Date. 
So you can just go online, Google it, and you can figure out if you're registered or not. Okay, good. So that gets you prepared. Thank you. Um, Today's also, according to AAA Travel, today is the best day to book your Thanksgiving travel flights. Yeah. And tomorrow is the best day to book Christmas. Christmas. And so if you're flying on um, Thanksgiving, it's best... To come back on the Monday after Thanksgiving right. and fly out the Sunday before. Uh-huh. So that's if you have a whole week. Okay. And um, for, Christmas. for Christmas, the best day to travel is either way before, two to four days prior, or Christmas Eve day. Not Christmas Day, it said, which was surprising to me. Yeah. And I already am going to Montana for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So I went and looked to make sure that this was correct, but they did have some flights left at the same amount I bought mine for. Sometimes you book it too early, yeah. but certain destinations just sell out. And when I was flying back from San Francisco on Delta, um, the flight attendants were saying, we've never been as full as we are now. So they've cut lift in somehow, some way, and they're just, every flight's sold out. Yeah, well, I mean, that's managing, what they do in the Managing fall. inventory, yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. So, so that's what's cut lift means cutting the number of flights? Yeah, yes. yeah. Cut lift lift repositioning yeah. the planes yeah. someplace else okay. or for something yes. more frequency because they know, I mean, they analyze. I mean, they know this. The number yeah. crunchers and or this, the though, is based analysts on the, are really the, it's amazing with the algorithms. And today, yeah. this was based on three years of data that AAA was using mm-hmm. today. Book Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, book Christmas. Christmas. Um, Minnesotans, we talked about the gymnasts here that are um, amazing. Oh, that made the team? They did make the six-member team. Sunsi Lee of St. Paul and Grace McCollum of Asante both made the team with Simone Biles. Wow. So For 2020 y- yes. Olympics. No, they made it to go to Germany this weekend to, um, they're oh. part of the six-member team. Like to compete for on the road to something. Yes. On the, the road world to championships. The, Olympics. the road to the Olympics. Yes. Okay, got the it. The world championships, which are October 4th through the 5th, 13th in Stuttgart, Germany. They say they might not be any Russians in the 2020 Olympics. Did you guys ever watch that documentary, Icarus? Is it uh, good? No, I don't About think the so. doping? No. Is it good? I feel like, Julia, you I told like us about this. I feel like the I did. The guy too. who had to flee Russia. Who figured out the way to dope the dope. athletes that people couldn't? Yes. Oh, couldn't I know who detect. you're talking about. They, they that. couldn't yes. detect, yeah. and it was a documentary, like on mm-hmm. HBO or Showtime or something. So anyway, they said as a result of that and all this suspicion, there could conceivably not be one Russian competing in the 2020. And I don't know, that seems fitting. <laughs> it kind of does, <laughs> Given everything it? that's gone on. It kind of does, yeah. doesn't With it? With the yeah. government, the Russian government, yeah. not the people. I was picking that up from your sister. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. All right. Yes. So, people, I think this question comes around once a year. What's the best time of the day to shower? Uh, whenever yeah, you feel like it, it whatever works for you. Is that the right answer? Yeah. Donnie, what did you say? I said, you're right. Every year we hear this story. Mm-hmm. We you, do? Donnie, already yeah. knows the answer. I do, so I'm out. 
Well, here's the weird thing. I know some people shower at night before bed. Mm -hmm. And some people shower first thing in the morning in order to wake up to go to their job. Mm -hmm. And other people are Just don't even shower at all. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say leisurely shower. (laughs) Or do it every two days. Some people are take the, you know, oars bath. Mm -hmm. Um, But the key is your face, you know, your private parts and things like that. You pick up stuff during the day. You need to wash your face at least every night and every morning. Duh. I know. They say shower at night. A lot of people like to shower at night. Mm -hmm. I have always needed to wake up. and and, and That was my main motivation. Right. Very often for showering. Wake up to go to school. Right. Wake up to go to work. But I do know when you take like a bath at night and put on your jammies. It's very sleep inducing. Mm -hmm. It's Yes. Okay, you now know, I get Then you put on your robe yes. or maybe your something, oh, you know, yeah, comfy. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. Okay, so I have to tell you something about this Airbnb where we were at, Lori and Sonoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, so both bathrooms, there's no tubs. Um, it was a remodeled kind of farmhouse, ultra. Um, Do you think it's some um, like tech entrepreneur who has money who just bought this and he just uses it for airbnb and uh, no, no one really even lives there no a guy does live there behind us oh so he's just redone his house to use it for airbnb okay and like lives but, in the like the little caretaker's cottage on the estate sure okay if you want to say that we were on a place that big okay. yes <laughs> yes he's in the servant's chamber way down the road he operates the gate uh and cleans out the moat um, our showers were square showers, but this new thing, people who are building or are thinking this is a great idea, au contraire, this new thing is they hang this huge square shower head right up in the middle of the shower. Uh-huh. Uh. Okay. So if you don't want to get your hair wet and bathe, I mean, you, we had to like dodge. We were all saying, I finally figured out the corner that you could that stand, stand where you weren't getting full Barely, but I couldn't bend over and shave my legs. How dumb is that? It's designed by male. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it it needs to be say, mounted on a wall that you do, can adjust. But it was not straight over your head. And it's so hard you couldn't tilt it. You couldn't do anything. It was just like this huge square thing. It looks beautiful. That's always what they show like in prison showers. It, I felt the, like that, Laura. Yeah, the, the water's just How come, would you know? Well, I don't know, but I've seen a lot of movies and TVs. I mean, but seriously, people, if you are, the aesthetic is lovely and everything, but don't do it. You can't ever stay out of the water. Yeah, that would be a nightmare for me. It was a nightmare for me. Yeah. All of us were like, oh, gosh. And then having the, the, you know, GE Electric original light bulb, because those are back in for the lighting. So Why? They're not even... Aesthetically beautiful. But but the other ones last so much longer and they're environmentally the better. Yeah. Honey, we couldn't see a thing. Yeah. So between getting blasted with water and trying to stay dry... And then, gonna, give us the address so we don't book that place. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to write a review. All right, oh, we'll good. be back, people. My Talk Traffic is brought to you by Comcast Business. Uh, watch out northbound 35W... At County Road E2. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Oh, I- 
Are you undulating right now in your car right now? I just feel like this is an undulating, uh, undulating song. song. Billy Eilish. That whole bedroom vibey feel of this song <laughs> is undulation. Okay, so Andy kind of had a lovely pairing in the clubhouse last night. The marvelous, wonderful Judith Light. Love her. Love her and Finn Whitrock. Who's in a lot of Ryan, almost anything Ryan Murphy does. He played Lady Gaga's love interest in American Horror Story, the one. Hotel. Hotel, I quit watching that one. It was too scary. Really? Or creepy or bloody or the children. I don't know. Is he American? Yes. Yeah, he was in... uh, unbroken. Oh. Yes, he was. Yes, he was one, the, the, one of the three guys the in the raft. He was the first one to die yeah. in the raft. He's a yeah. real good-looking guy. He's darling, darling, and mm-hmm. we just have. He really acts a lot. Yeah, he He's does. played opposite Jessica Lange in American yeah, Horror Story. So, but we just have. It's nothing but Judith Light, who Karen Wool Woolnack for people of a certain age uh, from One Life to Live, Wolziak or whatever the hell her name was, yeah, the prostitute. She was also in Ugly Betty. But I'm going yeah, all the way back way how back. we first saw oh, yeah. her. It was like Demi Moore from yep. Soap. Yep. One Life to Live, Who's the Boss, Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty. Oh, <laughs> Transparent yep. right now. You but, know, she was also in the the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the one about Ryan Murphy, about the, the fashion designer that was murdered. Oh, Versace. Yeah. Versace, You're she right. was in that. That's right. Yes. Her husband, Her husband was, was a was secret one of the lover of Andrew Cunanan. Yes. And this Finn, Whitkeck. Whitrock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he, he was, I'm sure he's been called that, though, because Whitrock does rhyme with does. many things. It does. So, excuse me, Finny. That's okay. Yeah, big uh, he, rock. Listen, one of his big breaks, was, All My Children. See? He played oh. soaps. Damon Miller. Oh. 2009 to 2011. Well, Josh Dumel, Leo. He got swept away in a river. Phoebe cried for days, her beloved grandson. (laughs) Isn't that weird how you remember these songs? Guess who's alive? Who? Victor. Oh, yeah. My mom told me that that, he staged that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said, boy, is Nikki going to be mad? Oh, yeah, no kidding. Okay. All right. So getting back to Judith Light, um, talking about Tony Danza. All these reboots of all oh, these right. ladies show. Could there be a Who's the Boss reboot? Right. Uh, my question is for Judith. Okay. Judith, do you agree with Tony Danza that there shouldn't be a reboot of Who's the Boss because Catherine Hellman is no longer with us? I'd have to say that I do agree with him. She was so much the fulcrum of the show, and without her, it's really not wouldn't be the same and i think a lot of people feel that way i love that everybody wants it to come back but i just think it would be so so um obvious that so much was missing right and she did just die this year katherine hellman and i do kind of agree because she it was it was the five of them or whatever six of them or Mm -hmm. whatever is in the house and oh she was so funny on that show I agree with them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's play the next one uh, where she talks about her role uh, in Transparent. When all is said and done, how do you want people to look back on Transparent after the musical? I want them to look back on it and I want them to recognize that where we brought the uh, awareness to the um, the LGBT community and particularly the transgender community, that they will hold that with understanding 
and with esteem and with respect for people who are their true, authentic selves. And that's what I really will trust that the rest of humanity would see the show as. Great answer. Isn't that a good answer? And she's transparent as ending. I guess it drops on Friday night or maybe it's, but it's, uh, they're doing like a musical. And they showed a clip of Judith in like this bodysuit that's the same color as her skin tone doing some sort of Chicago style musical singing and dancing and she's got such a great body figure she's so long and lean we've seen her in person and she loves posing she does okay but let me go back Mm -hmm. to this though so transparent do they just drop one a week so this is the very last one or is the last season all dropping at the same time i don't know that okay i never watched that show on amazon jeffrey tambor was um left the show yes Last year. So yes. has it gone two years without him or just one? One, I think. All right, this so is then the last they're going to wrap it all up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I felt, I I don't know what happened to him. Um, I don't know either, Julia. I felt like he was, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I didn't some, that some, some think about his behavior. Yeah, yeah, it was a long. It was a he. Did, he was the dirty kind of old man with inappropriate comments for many, many years, yeah. and then everything changed around him. And, and then he didn't change. I mean, he didn't really, change yeah. with the the yeah. times or whatever. So oh, yeah. also, I believe Amazon does not let you binge. I think they do it. They one do it one, one, week, at a time. one yeah. week at a time. Yeah. Okay, so here's Judith Light talking about Ugly Betty, though. My question is for the incredible Judith Light. It's a two-parter about one of my favorite shows, Ugly Betty. <sighs> Um, since everyone on that show is too busy, obviously, to do, a, to do a full reboot, would you ever be interested in doing a musical episode with everyone, like, transparent? And who do you still keep in touch with? And also, what was it like to be on a show that was a pioneer in visibility for featuring the trans character Alexis in a major plot line? Okay. Okay, so... so would you do a there's musical a lot to episode, unpack this. Musical yeah. episode, sure, you would do that. Uh, uh, ugly, ugly Betty yeah. musical? yeah. Really? Yes, we've all yes. actually talked about getting back together again because we're oh, very family, I love um, that. much like we are in Transparent. Who are you still in touch with from that show? Um, almost all of them. I, America Ferreira, uh, Anna Ortiz. And then lastly, um, you and, were such uh, trailblazers bla- for uh, Alexis. Uh, yes, that's yes. right. Uh, the character that I played, Claire Mead, yeah. my daughter... Uh, it was tran- transgender, played yes. by Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, that's right. Oh gosh, I love, love, love that show, Ugly Betty. It was I great. loved it. Great, yes. great show. So, anyway, um, but speaking of reboot, you uh-huh. know, the Mean Girls uh, show, the musical is coming to the Orpheum, and we have tickets if you are available to go. A week October second, a, a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow night, yeah, yes. Mean Girls at the Orpheum. Be the fifth caller, 651-641-1071. Do it, do it. Here's, do it, do here's it. some little breaking news. Uh-huh. The Department of Homeland Security names white supremacy as a domestic terrorist threat. Good. Yes, it finally. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say. <laughs> it seems like that finally. should be uh-huh. it, but I guess that had to get defined. It got the name. Mm-hmm. It did. So that's, they're expanding our counterterrorism mission. Oh, how you, I got to get you to weigh in on this while Donnie's finding out who's winning. Jennifer uh, Lawrence has teamed up with Amazon for a wedding registry. I thought it was a joke. No, Julia. I totally. She released a statement. Planning a wedding is so exciting, but it can be overwhelming for anyone needing a little inspiration. I thought it would be fun. To collaborate with the Amazon to share a few of my favorite registry wish list okay, items. You, you can see how this was 
Oh. It's already out there. I know. I just, people go, Target has a good one. Macy's has a good one. Nordstrom has a good one. Um, be, she you know, sold out to Amazon for some kind of a fee, Jules. This is SpawnCon. SpawnCon wedding. Well, I mean, I'm talking about national chains, I guess, but I'm just thinking. But you're talking about people going in. I mean, I'm just saying of all the people who wouldn't seem like they would need Amazon, to do this. Amazon, you can't go in and have that fun thing with your significant other where you take the little gun and shoot all the prizes and say, should we have these classes or these? But the bigger thing is that Jennifer Lawrence is sold out to Amazon. But I don't know why. It must be part of something else. Maybe It's Jeff called Bezos. money. She doesn't need it. But Julia, she did it for money, so she obviously needed it or wanted it or something. I think it's, Jeff Bezos promised her some good roles. Uh, no, Julia, I, I don't... I'm trying to I, think of why she did it. She, she did it because she's collaborating with Amazon. This is called sponsored... I know. ...content. Mm-hmm. Disguised as entertainment news. I know. I know. I just was wondering if you were going to like kind of go, oh, I love to host people at home. Like all of her people around the world that are going to want to send her wedding presents like Oprah and Tom Hanks. And I mean, you know what I mean? It just seems weird to me. I will say one thing on our item you can get at Cooks on Grand. I'm like, it's going to be our job to to take something off Amazon and tell you exactly where to where buy, buy it, it locally. locally. Le Crusade, yeah. you know, these pots. Because when I took my chef class, my cooking class, yes, in, in Sonoma. Sonoma. Did you cook in a Dutch round oven made by La Crusade? Yeah, and it was huge because yeah. we did like Why 20. Why are those the best? The way that they, they heat okay. up. Evenly, and they do something else. Yeah. I'm going to ask everyone why. I've ever like. Everyone. Remember when we saw Lisa Vanderpump's redone? Oh yeah, she had pink. It was all pink La Crusette. Everything, the I'm pants, sure. the yeah. hot. I mean, I we were just like dazzled that she had them in pink. <laughs> Custom ordered. Probably. Well, Donnie, you know that those are considered the best, right? And what then did they ever say? Absolutely, they're considered the best. Yeah, my 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 gal swears by those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but then. Um, okay, so why are they so expensive? Authenticity mm-hmm. is the main reason. People see La Crusade, La Crusade or whatever, La cookware, Crusade. Crusade. and they know it's quality brand can be used to drive even if it's most expensive. Yeah, the, the brown Dutch oven is 460 smack. Oh, it's not cheap. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm going to get just a baby Dutch oven yeah. and maybe make a little fondue <laughs> in there. I mean, is that what you make? You'd make fondue, you'd make like... Uh, any kind of anything a, you're going to make in a gonna, pot, pot yeah i got it the dark matte enamel interior makes okay let me just uh, see here donnie who won the mean uh, girls that tickets? would be uh, mary from brooklyn park who's uh, very excited to go see mean, mean girls, girls. And, uh, and we'll have another pair of tickets we for need you. someone to call and tell us then next week you know give us their review yeah give us a review yeah, sure. yeah. okay so we'll be giving away tickets all for the rest of the week. Yes. Um, when we come back, it is time to Hollywood speak. And this lady wish she never kissed, kissed this lady's husband. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, what is the meaning of this? Wendy Williams is a journalist, y'all. Is that, what, is that what you're calling her now? Well, she had somebody on who I was like, I know she can't see eye to eye to her, and I know she's talked about her, because I remember going, uh-huh, and agreeing with Wendy about this back in August, 
But I thought it was interesting that she had Nicole Murphy on to promote nothing except some fitness app, given Wendy's fact that she was so publicly humiliated by her husband stepping out with a woman who wasn't his wife. And Nicole Murphy got busted in Italy smooching hard with a longtime family friend, quote unquote. We were all like, whoa. Yep. A, because we were dazzled by her bikini body and Gosh, her outfits. I'm telling you, she's one of the prettiest women. Gorgeous. She, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. and But she's kissing this guy. You know, it's not like a, it's an open mouth. Oh, it's yeah. a lingering. Was, there was hoovering. She was busted. And, and the way their hands were on each oh, other, yeah. you could tell they'd already done it. Okay, so, but there's Wendy having her on and, um, and, um, Wendy just puts up the picture and it's like, explain. I loved it. And Nicole, Nicole, uh, this is what she had to say. It was a frozen in time thing. Okay. Means it was, that's what a picture usually is. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Nicole, for picture explaining. It was just a picture that just took. A picture. Right. Okay. Trust me, I wish it didn't happen. Yes. It was a moment where I should have thought more through the situation, make better judgments. It's something I apologize for. Okay. At the beginning of her statement, she couldn't even qualify what that was. I know. And Wendy is breaking the fourth wall and having the camera guy zoom in on her Mm -hmm. and she's just blinking rapidly. It was hysterical. I actually thought it was too. It, It was hysterical. And then she'd go, okay, but the picture. And then she said, it's social media. I did not put out that statement. That he was a family friend. It's you got to understand how social media works. And then Wendy goes, "Oh, I understand." <laughs> and then the camera comes in again, and she goes, "But Nicole, the picture. I'm not talking about social media. We're just talking about the picture." Uh-huh. And she goes, "Well, at the moment, maybe I had a different impression of their marriage." Oh, she still can't admit it. At the moment, at the moment, and Wendy, being such a great salty ass, she says to Nicole. Okay, you know, basically, we can't have do the shame bell right, for right. you. Shame, shame. She said, "Look out! Look at the camera and apologize to that guy's wife." Right. And she said, she looked in the camera, said, "Darlene, it was a mistake." And then she turned her eyes to the side. I apologize. Terrible apology. But at least she did it. I well, mean, she, she did came it. on and owned but it, Darlene. That's so dismissive. I felt like they were friends. Oh, I don't know. I think Nicole is desperate to get people to look at her apps and is not afraid to be humiliated um, because Wendy just used it. It's a good salty headline and she was letting the picture speak for herself. She didn't have to say anything. Nicole kept digging and digging yeah, deeper and deeper yeah. and no one believed yeah. anything, you know? And then she tried to say she didn't know Leela, but she knew him. I know. Oh, <laughs> okay. It was a bit much. Okay, so all right. She so was that so was busted. Good. So yeah, she goes, "Oh, it was a mistake. It was. I apologize for it. I'm a human being. I made a mistake." Wait. Oh, she just kept explaining. Okay, here is another one. Gwyneth Paltrow stylist defends her awkward Emmy walk um, because I think the funniest thing somebody tweeted at us was. 
Gwyneth Paltrow walking across the Emmy stage in her I love that Valentino I dress. I do too. Walking with a dainty little tiny princing Barbie like steps yes. because she was wearing a a, a mule. Mm-hmm. But my favorite was it's hard to keep a jade egg in place. <laughs> okay, that's good. Ah. Benoit Paul's are her too. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So her people, yeah, no, it was like Twitter was having yeah, she was peeling. Yeah, Twitter was having a moment with oh, yeah. that one. Okay. That's a good one. And it got all the way back to her stylist, and Gwyneth had her stylist Send speak up about it. All right, what did the stylist say? She uh she insisted that the dress was cut to prevent Gwyneth from walking too fast, that she was forced by the virtues of that vintage dress to walk that way, the way it was constructed. And I looked at it again, and I'm like, no, it was the wrong shoes. If she'd had a shoe that was around her heel, she wouldn't have had to do the printing Mm. pony walk. That every (laughs) woman who's ever worn just a slip-in high-heeled Mule, no, you have to grab your toes your, are and open. you're grabbing it by your toes. You grab. It's kind of like it would be like wearing a flip flop with a spike. Julia, the year uh, that I pretended to be Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. I wore that black Monique Lulier mm-hmm. ballerina like yes. dress with a rhinestone Stuart Weitzman encrusted mule. I remember. And I had to prince and prance my way yeah. around, which I thought added to the authenticity of my whole belief. For a second, I was Sharon Stone because I had your friend's Emmy in my hands. Yes. To add to the yes. whole make-believe. Yes. And the only people who bought it were the guys, the old detectives from The Close. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> All the old guy Thanks, detectives. Lori's walking around petting her saying, oh, this is so heavy. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy I won this. Do you want to know about my SAG award? And she's clicking, clicking, clicking. No, I, I know. I I've was never with you. been able to. Wear, I've worn those shoes only if so I know cute. I can sit somewhere right. and cross my They're leg. They're my posing shoes. You can't walk now. Anyway, so I love it that uh, salty old Gwyneth had her lady, I do too. her stylist, say that. Uh, Brad and Angelina are both talking about their relationship because he's promoting Ad Astra on NPR, and Maleficent is coming out for her. Here's another thing he said. Here's a tidbit, Julia, about uh, he said, well, did you, you know, did you use what you were going through to help you in the making of Ad Astra, Brad? And he said, a breakup is a fa- as of a family is certainly an eye opener that as one and I'm speaking in general again, but as one needs to understand, I had to understand my own culpability in that and what I can do better. Because I don't want to go on like this. Hmm. Again, Brad has had therapy. And I like yeah. I like the grown up Brad. Very candid. Very. Because yeah. you do have to figure out what was your part. Even oh. even if it was somebody else's choice or whatever, we've uh, we say that it's there it is takes a two to tangle. Yeah. But now let's read what Angelie read. Okay, so now, I'm going to read it. Okay. Okay. In this interview. All right. Okay. So she said she, the headline is she felt heaviness while married to Brad Pitt. Obviously, we know they met on this uh, the um, film set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. That, the chemistry um, was powerful. They couldn't. It was too strong. Oh, blah, blah, blah. 
That's why when their marital problems started to ensue years later, she thought that working on another project together like it would create the love that they had on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And they did By the Sea? She wrote it. <gasps> she did it, and she said that was what By the Sea was, a failed attempt at fixing a marriage. Now, you never even saw no, the damn movie. because it looks so bad. I think of every movie bad. that you've talked about excessively that, yeah. that you've never seen. <laughs> this so is another, another one. one. Because the it's Lone some, Ranger yeah, is another that's one. Another. I mean, any Johnny Depp one is another one. But it's going to be so good, Julia. we got to talk about it again and again and again. So I saw that damn by the sea, and I'm never getting that hour and 20 minutes back. Yeah. It's the most Even the Malta sightseeing scenes didn't no, make a No, dent. they didn't make it for you. Mm-hmm. You were the one who wanted to go to Malta. I've been to Malta. Well, you wanted to go again. Yeah, I did, but I, so, I didn't know it was all going to be in the hotel room with so much dreariness. Uh, it's the most awful movie. And she said, well, that didn't work. <laughs> really? It, it, we, it forced us to communicate, but what, in some ways, we learned It was the worst things. thing they ever could have done for their marriage. I love it. In some ways, and in some ways, in some ways it was, in some ways it wasn't. We learned some things. All right. Now that's a sentence. There's a sentence. All right. right. We'll be back. Stay with us, Lori and Julia. My Talk 107.1.